Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. There's a lot of stuff. I don't know about breaking. And uh, I want to give you a decision from what I can tell. And I get it. But you know what? Fox News is wrong, Dan. So... Uh, even Steve Keeley was on the trail. We told you yesterday, and we had that cut, right? Listen to this guy coming all the way from Guinea. Fox News intercepts him at the border. A colleague of his coming from Guinea has a Cincinnati Reds hat on. Nice guy. Here's what he said when asked, well, you made it here to Arizona somehow or another with holding English. Where are you going? Here's what he said. Where are you from? Guinea, Conakry. Where? Guinea, Conakry. Guinea, okay. Yeah. And where in the U.S. do you want to go to? Uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Why Philadelphia? Uh, I have paper. I don't uh, know the place. Let me check the place. Want to check the place. Okay, so just an address in Philadelphia to go to? Okay. Okay. All right, Dan. So as I understand it from Steve and maybe in general, Fox doesn't want to give the address... At least that's that's where I think this is going. I know you've been trying to get it, too, because they're afraid people will be so fired up. You know, there might be trouble there. Well, <laughs> you know, how about we is, is Fox going to follow up then and do a follow up? I would do. It's worth it. A feature on this guy. I would buy him the plane ticket. Somebody else probably already has to where he's going to go here in Philadelphia. And then they start asking questions. How does this guy all the way from Guinea have a community center he's going to in Philadelphia? Are they paying for it? Who are they in cahoots with it? You're darn right people are mad. They deserve to be mad on this. They see this type of stuff. And they want to know, how does a guy from Guinea get here? Now, look, this guy, I think, is obviously coming for economic reasons. I respect that. People want a different life. I'm not one of these yo-yos. I see uh, several people on Twitter putting up, oh, look at this guy. He's got a fancy hat on, the guy with the Cincinnati Reds. All right. You know, maybe these guys are not completely impoverished, but I don't think they're doing well. They're coming here, as immigrants did, but they did it in the, quote, right way for a better life. We get that, but we don't need that. We don't need all these people. We can't handle it. We shouldn't be doing it. And the greater purpose of Democrats is both chaos and to turn them in at some point to Democrat voters and overwhelm the rest of the voting demographics. It's an obvious thing. Why else would Biden be doing it for any of those reasons? So should Fox 
tell us where he's gone. Dan, you can, of course, feel free to differ. Do you think they shouldn't? I think uh, from a PR standpoint, uh, there's so much negativity about doxing mm-hmm. that they're, right. the number one priority that I think they probably have in their mm-hmm. minds is they don't want to be claimed of being doxers. But they're journalists. Yeah. It's a part of the story. How, how are we supposed yeah, to follow right. up? Yeah. How are we supposed to follow up? Okay. They don't want to do that then. How about if they follow up and ask some questions and if they think it's worthwhile, we see where they're going. We shouldn't know where they're going. I mean, don't tell me the story then, Fox. Don't tell me about the guy from Guinea. Don't tell me any of this because I think the hidden story here is people that are getting resources to support. How does a guy just know to go to this center in Guinea, in, in uh, Philadelphia? Well, that's the thing, though. Is say say he did just look it up himself and print it off online. Right. I, the, the, the chances of that are very slim to none. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, but yes. like, like we don't know for sure that this is a Biden administration kind of thing. We right? don't. Well, but all I want to know is I'll run it down. Yeah. I'll figure it out. I mean, I think I've already figured out. Now, Steve uh, differs. He says Northwest Philly. He said there's a lot of people from Guinea there. Dan, I told you where they are. And they're doing well. They, they are a model group. But I don't know how many of them are legal now. Out in Southwest Philadelphia, Baltimore Avenue, there are block after block of these stores, entrepreneurs, from people from Africa that have come here. I'm not sure if it's all the West Coast or how that works. I think a lot of them might be legal. Maybe they're not. All right. Do people think, uh, come on, Dom. Dan's right. That's doxing. You put that out there now. And my God, look, do I think the heat would be turned up on whatever this community center is? Yeah. Again, we have laws against all this, though. So you give us the story. This guy just throws a pin at the map and he's headed to Philadelphia. But we can't do any follow-up on this because I don't know where he's headed. Now, I'm still checking through various means, et cetera. If anybody can find it, me, uh, Steve Keeley. And I, I think we ought to ask a whole lot more questions. Now, I don't know if Fox asked him anything more. Like, is anybody – that guy seemed a nice guy. He might have answered it. Is who? How are you getting here? Who's paying for all this? You know, after you got the core stuff out there. 855-839-1210. So would that be classified as doxing and it would be big trouble uh, for this versus we have a right to know this if you're going to do the story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the only thing I could think is this is the primary source. This is Bill getting it. Right. He's putting it out there. Say something were to happen to this, uh, you he's know, not brick responsible and mortar. for that. But he's the only one putting the address out there. You don't think so? No. Why, why be? Res- it's, it's news. Yeah. Now, they may want to... Um, they may want to fact check it themselves. All right. They could take some precaution. They may want to call them and give them a chance to respond. Yep. If I knew what they were, but my sense is it's one of these places that are involved in this, Dan. I just can't picture a guy in Guinea saying Philadelphia. If he said New York, maybe he knows Chicago, maybe he knows L.A. You really think... There's a standing ovation for Trey Turner that drew him here. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got a Reds hat on. Jim Kenny uh, leaving. Well, that's the colleague. He's going to Cincinnati. The potential for a World Cup. Come on, Dom. Uh, that's what it is. Maybe they heard about our burgeoning <laughs> soccer. Why does the guy want to come to Philadelphia, do you think? Cheesesteaks. Right. Cheesesteaks. 855-839-1210, AT&T, and Verizon Wireless. Uh, you just pushed pound 1210. Now, yesterday we uh, told you about the Philadelphia Inquirer. Editorial 
and citing this guy, Gene Stillup, who I told you I've heard about over the years. So I went back and looked him up. He's an activist, Gadfly. Some would say other things. And he is suing Trump. He already has on several grounds. And now we're seeing other people get involved to take his name off the ballot here in Pennsylvania. So I went back and I'm looking at this guy's resume and it's all the usual stuff that you would see. He um, is someone who um, has been uh, in an anti-Trump demonstration. Uh, He's done some various burning of things, Dan, and he's been involved in a lot of lawsuits. A district judge found him guilty of violating the open burning ordinance in a place East Buffalo ordinance, uh, burning uh, in public places at all times. He claims it inhibits his freedom of speech by preventing him from publicly protesting through flag burning. Uh, Still up burned flags in more than two dozen communities leading up to the 2020 election and protested what he calls President Trump's horrible values on racism, bigotry, hatred, white supremacy, Ethnic intimidation. Sounds like a big fan of Liz Cheney. Yeah, but his earlier suits have included those against Harrisburg, Lebanon, Lewisburg. So this guy, I believe, just either is a lawyer or has a lawyer and files suits all day long. The Inquirer cites him as this guru. The hope. You can hear them. Now, even the Washington Post has come out today saying this is bad business, what happened here in Colorado. Eric Boeing on Newsmax uh, has said that there are several now Republican groups in various states, Pennsylvania is one, that are trying to take Biden off the ballot. Now, just think of the idiots here in Pennsylvania, Dan. I haven't seen the name of the, I'm trying to get the name of the representative, to call him an idiot personally. No, we don't want to be doing this. It muddies the purity of our message. Not only that. How in the world are you going to get Biden's name off the ballot in Pennsylvania? How are you doing that? You know that Josh Shapiro would veto it if it passed. How's it passing the House? And then you would need two-thirds vote to overrun that. You're just giving them cheap wins by getting involved in this stuff. But apparently double-figure states now are involved with trying to take Trump's name off the ballot. Pennsylvania is one of them. Now, Pennsylvania, if Trump weren't on the ballot here, that would be a disaster. Democrat strategists telling the blaze, though, people behind the scenes, this ain't good. A Christmas present for Biden would be the Supreme Court. He wakes up that day saying, no, you can't do this. Because the longer this goes on, the more it's going to help Trump. I mean, it's, it's an obvious thing. It's already starting to play out. There's no way this is going to stand. But in the meantime, it's going to help Trump. Okay, uh, let me give you the side question for today. I'm excited about this one because I saw this on Twitter and I thought of a couple good ones last night. When a character exits a TV show, but particularly a film, we want to know what's the all-time exit move they used to get rid of the character. How did the character leave the film? Uh, One of my favorites, of course, Godfather. It's top five scenes in The Godfather. Michael comes out of the bathroom. He doesn't blast him right away, but he does uh, pretty good business when he does with Solazzo. Dan, do you remember who uh, Solazzo um, resembles? Yes, I do. 
I do. Let's see if everybody can leave it out there. Yeah. Who, who resembles Salazzo? I was shocked at how much he resembles him. He could have been a double for him. <laughs> he really does look like yeah, him. Yeah, he really, really looks like him. Uh, I'm a businessman. Blood is a big expense. There you go. My favorite, though, Dan, might be Robin Williams. I forget the name of... Uh, uh, Dead Poets Society. Ke- yeah, but no, no. Ke- Keating, I think, is oh. uh, Robin Williams. Uh, I think is uh, is it John Keating's Ke- Keating is the private school teacher. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. English teacher, he plays. And when those kids stand on the desk, something he taught them to get a different perspective. It's magical. Captain, my captain. Sit down, Mr. Anderson. (laughs) You hear me? Sit down. Sit down. This is your final warning, Anderson. How dare you? You hear me? Well, Captain, my captain. Mr. Overstreet, I warn you, sit down. All right, that and when he uh, had to rip the pages out of the book, when the guy comes in and there's no pages in it, they can start reading how to break down poetry. That was a heck of a uh, closing scene for the character leave Robin Williams. Do you want it within the... uh, uh... The narrative itself, or can the character leaving have such an impact that it's just a notable exit from a show as well? Yeah, that's fine. Steve Carell leaving the office. Oh, okay, sure. An incredibly notable exit. Yeah, but did they have a backstory to that? Uh, Well, yeah, yeah, they did have a backstory. Howie, that was a great exit. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you know what? That's right. Yeah. That gave them some of the most moving scenes, and it allowed them to show the progression of Michael to somebody who was much different than the unself-aware Michael before. He still was a little klutzy, but it was a beautiful, uh, that scene with the lights, 896 hours, they did it all. Mm-hmm. He he did come back, and they didn't say too much, like, how's it going with Holly? But 
Yeah, it was Howie. It was like a stumbling act for a couple of seasons, but the final season yeah. I thought was done pretty well. Yeah, when they yeah. brought it was Howie. And... It was Howie though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great character uh, Holly, also in my other favorite show, one of my favorite shows of all time, second season of The Wire, as the uh, cop on the docks. Uh, I don't, you don't, yeah, how, the character that played Holly, the actress, was also in The Wire, second season, who also features another great exit of a character in the final season. When, spoiler alert, Omar uh, finally uh, perishes. Uh, it's like nothing happened. You know, the guy... Right. It's, it's oh, an, well, Omar's exit, yeah. Yeah, it's a very fiery well, exit, and it's, like, very shocking for the viewer, but then you kind of get the newspaper report about it. It's not till like, what, page three or something? No, and, they didn't report it. They they said, should we put the fire that's in right. or report Omar? Yeah, so he didn't even get it. And uh, the person who killed him is the shocking part. He was able to face down anybody else, and he's just there in a convenience store. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, beautifully done. What was she in The Wire, uh, Amy Amy Ryan? She was the uh, cop, and she was... Beattie, Beattie Russell. Yeah, and there she was the girlfriend of uh, the lead character. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if they were together at the end or not. I think so. Yeah. All right. Great actress. Oh, yeah, tremendous. 855-839-1210. So I really love this one. It could be a TV show, a character, and how they handle the writers and the character, the exit in some way, shape, or form, even if they came back, some kind of exit. I could go watch Dead Poet Society this afternoon. It's that good. At 855-839-1210, you get on board. So should Fox tell us the community center, whatever that means, that that's what they called it. I don't know if it's that. I have suspicions on this, that it's a network that helps to get people here like that and pays for it along the line and gets paid. Could a guy in his own come from Guinea? Get to Arizona. Why is he going to Arizona, by the way? Mexico's closer for the Mexican border. I guess you know what he was talking Dan, that tells me this is an operation here, Dan. Uh, Mexico's closer if he's on his own. You know what I mean? But going to Arizona tells me this is all part of how this outfit does stuff. That's what I think. But, I mean, heck, he could just fly into Philly and Jim Kenny would welcome him. <laughs> Should we know that? I think without a doubt, would it cause embarrassment or trouble, you know, for this, quote, community center? Well, if I were Fox, I would give them 24 hours to, you know, let them interview them, tell them a whole story and all that. And then you might want, then you make a decision about talking about it. If it's just random, to your point, Dan, where the guy just has this, somebody told him about it because of that community I told you. All right, maybe then I wouldn't go with it. But I'm going to check it out. I, I mean, this has to stop. You're damn right people are mad about this. It's like, what the? 12000 a day. All right, Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome in. Thanks so much. Uh, glad we had Dan and Dorenzo today to warm things up. So uh, this uh, activist, I got a little bit more on I mean, here's the chilling thing. A group uh, called Free Speech for People... Uh, is involved with the secretaries of state in Florida, New Hampshire, New Mexico, Ohio, and Wisconsin to keep Trump off their ballots. So will one of these secretaries of state bite? I think one in Maine is going to bite. Yeah, they think, what the heck, I'll be a hero here. I don't care. I'm a progressive. I don't care about the rule of law or anything else. Let's keep them off the ballot. I'm a hero. I'm stopping fascism. I think you're going to see double digits. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court dotters on. Well, come on, Dom, it's Christmas and all. 
Go to hell. You know, don't be on the Supreme Court. I'm so sick and tired of this. This is the business we've chosen. Godfather 2. You know, I mean, it's the business you've chosen. And there's going to be a lot of stuff like this. Are they going to be doddering during the campaign, et cetera? We're going to need rulings. And that may mean they have to get around the clock, research, think about it, and then give us the opinion. You just can't be fooling around here with this stuff. I, I don't even know if we'll get an opinion from them before the end of January. By then, you want to see trouble. I mean, you, you've got this type of stuff and you're putting people on edge. One of them overreacts on the Trump side. And then the media goes down that story for a month. This is where the Supreme Court has to do the right thing for the country. And jump in here. It's an obvious thing to anybody. This is unconstitutional on so many levels. But okay, even if they uh, upheld it, I just want them to do their job. These delays are just maddening. The pace is ridiculous on stuff like this. you got to see the trouble that's being caused. All right, Dan Cerucci checking in here uh, from Maple Shade on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Dan, Merry Christmas. How you doing? John, one that called to you and your family. You know, everybody else, they're off today, but Don Giordano, the hardest working guy in radio. There you are, Dom. You're so reliable. Well, thank you very much, uh, Dan. But, uh, you know, don't let them know because they're off today. The boss is not. Come on. Now. How is this a job? Just showing up here and being able to talk. As Rose says, it's not show business. There's no singing. There's no dancing. Well, occasionally there might be some singing. It's my business. Uh, the Supreme Court should show up. They should show up. You know what Woody Allen said? What nine-tenths of life is showing up? you got to show up, Tom. Uh, I think he even said more. I think he said 98%. I agree. I would say it's 99.9. But, yes, it's about showing up. If you show up often enough and you have a modicum of talent, you're going to go somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, what's your question today you want me to answer? Oh, yeah, Dan. Uh, <laughs> the side question today, give me that character when they take him out, when there's an exit of a character, film or radio, the best exit. Well, Dom, I'm going to go back a long, long, long way. Howdy Doody. And the last episode, <laughs> Clarabelle, Clarabelle spoke for the first time. He never spoke before. He spoke for the first time. And the last scene that you saw was Clarabelle looked into the camera and said, goodbye, kids. Oh, it was so sad. Howdy doody. Very good. That's really digging one out. Thank you, Dan. Thanks very much. Now, Dan, that's pretty good. I forgot about Clarabelle. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when you have a character speak for the first time, that's always a grabber. Oh, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. One of my favorite exits since uh, people are, you know, noodle and maybe they're not getting it. Dan, in the uh, Breaking Bad, when Gus gets blown up by the other mob figure who's in a wheelchair, and he comes out, straightens his tie, and you see him. He looks perfect. You're going, this guy survived a direct bomb blast. <laughs> then the camera cuts to his other side. The other side of his body's blown away, and he collapses right there. Yeah. Now that is an exit. That was, and the way they did it with the wheelchair, the whole thing, and the guy using uh, the whistle and uh, tied to the bomb that was there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The bell. The, the bell. bell. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, that's a pretty good exit, I'd say. Particularly the way they, you know, it's impossible. You're going to get blown up. You're going to get but one side of Gus perfectly intact. And fixing the tie, that was such a nice touch. And then, boom, the other side. Oh. All right, 855, Dan's a good one, though. Clara Bell speaks for the first time. All right, that's the side question. That's what we're looking for. This uh, this story, uh, sadly, is going to dominate. Guys like this still up. There's a few of them in every state. This is what they do. They file lawsuits. As I told you, some of the stuff he's been involved in before, the most recent was the burning of flags and everything else. But the Inquirer, see, they're not a gadfly out there. They're supposed to be the newspaper of record. What record? Yeah, what, what record is this that we're, if they're the newspaper of record, just like the uh, New York Times is the newspaper of record? And they're relying on this guy. This guy told us he filed a lawsuit. They said, yes. Oh, man, we're going to stop Trump now. They actually had a line, those geniuses. Could this be the beginning of the end? And then next week, they're going to be crying in their Chablis when uh, we see Trump up to three, four, five. And guess who's helping Trump, Dan, quite a bit? Christie. If Christie would drop out of New Hampshire right now, I'm not saying Nikki Haley can beat Trump, but if there's any state where she can come reasonably close, it is New Hampshire. She's down by about, by my guess, 15 points. Which, considering how enormous Trump has been, that's, uh, that's within shouting distance. Christie drops out, and she might be within five points or so, somewhere in there, okay? You might have a horse race there. Surprisingly, I think uh, Trump is going to tune her up in South Carolina, even. I'm starting to see that DeSantis could drop out after Iowa. I could see that potentially happening. Because uh, I think he might come in second there, but he's going to lose by an enormous amount. And that, that's where, I mean, he's got the endorsement of that big moral guy, the governor who's popular. He spent $20 million already just in Iowa. He's visited all 99 counties. You got to do that. They don't like it if you know. 99 counties, Dan, can you imagine? My God. I've been there. I, I don't like the the whole Iowa setup. I covered it and all. It's how does the country turn on this non-diverse, picky state with no industry or anything else? I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, although, I think we uh, broadcast the show from Pella Windows and Doors. Ooh. Uh, what, what a trip that was. Rich came with us. Mr. Vizo, who was your doppelhanger. And uh, Ed Paladino was a program director. And we put them in there. One was a storm thing where they test storms. They were they were on the air with me from being blown around by 50-mile-an-hour winds or something. <laughs> then we sent them into Detroit. They got out of there pretty quick. Wanted to know if there were tumbleweeds coming down the street. <laughs> it was quite a trip. Uh, let's see. Let's go to Phil in Northeast Philly on Talk Radio 1210. Hello, Phil. Hey, first time, first time caller. Dom, I was I was thinking about your uh, you know the, the the immigrant from Guinea. Yes. And uh, I just want you to know, Guinea is ninety five percent Muslim. Ah. And okay. it's one of the poorest countries in Africa. I'm thinking maybe that he, that the Muslim community is drawing them in because if you know if you've been driving around Philly late in the last year or two, you've seen that the Muslim community is growing 
growing and growing. Well, and, uh, it, it could be, and that's why Steve Keoghy thinks uh, northeast Philadelphia, uh, northwest Philadelphia, where I am in that area. And uh, I have to say, if he is Muslim, I couldn't tell anything like that by this. But if he is, and you're right, uh, Phil, it seems like a good guess. That's where he would go. I know the southwest, though. Are these people from uh, Ivory Coast and West Africa? Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. And all that, uh, huge numbers there. But wherever it is, Fox ought to run this down. I think we have a right to know. I do, too. Um, we'll, you'll... We'll... I'll work on it for you. I'll work on it for you. I'll, oh, sure. I'll get to you next week with it, you know. It, but I, I would almost guarantee if I was a betting man, I would say that the Muslim community is drawing him in. Yeah, All that's, right. Well, if Phil, I as soon as you have, I don't care if it's 2 o'clock in the morning, ring the bat phone there. I want to know. I will. All I'll right. get to you next week. Thank, Thank you. you have a great holiday, Dom. Thank you very much. I mean that, Dan. I would ask Greg, can I go on the air right now? It's 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Sure, do whatever you want. Uh, it just burns me up that I can't pry this loose. I thought yesterday we would. And I get your fear. We don't want to be... But they have a great story here. How does a guy from Guinea get to Philadelphia and want to come to Philadelphia? What's the draw? Phil just maybe opened up another part of it. If it's a hugely Muslim country, maybe there's a connection here. I mean... I'll be honest, I see the Catholic Church involved in a lot of this stuff. I don't like it. I don't like it even a little bit in some of these, like in Texas. And what's happening here, Governor Abbott had this genius move to transport people. Now he's going to do it by plane. And these sanctuary cities don't like it. Why should these small towns in Texas be overrun and have to deal with this? How can they cope with it? Well, nobody cares. They only care when they show up in New York and Chicago and they start telling us it's immoral. I don't believe it's immoral in the slightest. It's immoral to have these people coming here when we don't have any place for them, any need for them, and to overrun hardworking Americans I've been up on the border that are inundated with this. All right, 855-839-1210. So, um, what was the uh, hot item? I'm looking for a show fodder here on uh, the other side today. The other side, we uh, spent a couple, uh, a good chunk of time talking about Fetterman and his ah, uh, okay. uh, really concerning comments to progressives of what right. he's saying. And I had a theory, Dom, and I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this theory. Okay. That uh, Fetterman's words, the strategy that he's employing, this anti-progressive strategy, is to protect one Bob Casey in the upcoming election from claims of Democrats being too progressive and dangerous for the country. I don't know how that would protect Casey, though. Well, it's his partner in crime, right? Mm. I mean, like, like right yeah. now, if Bob Casey were to run, a lot of the anti-democratic messaging would be, look how mm-hmm. bad, look how down the country has gone right. under progressive leadership. So if you can distance yourself as a Pennsylvania politician, as a Democrat, from being progressive, I think that kind of... Uh, it takes away the luster that would go over to Bob Casey in an election. But are Bob Casey's positions to the left of Fetterman then? He's not as vehement about these things, this turn of heart, as Fetterman is. Yeah, but I, I think classically, Casey's been to the right of Fetterman. 
Yes, of course. But Fetterman being the senator from Pennsylvania that's often in the news, I think association from Mm -hmm. a casual, you know, someone that just watches TikTok or so might think if Fetterman's this progressive, then Casey has to be too. I think they're heartfelt, though, on Israel. I, you know, now Fox and Friends went too uh, far this morning saying, uh, I think it was Kilmeade even, Dan, or Lawrence Jones saying that um, this gives them hope for the country that they can bond with Fetterman over. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I'm not going that far. I still have so much resentment (laughs) around this. I just want to know, is the wife, see, my conspiracy theory is the wife's out of the picture. It's almost like a divorce. Oh, you think that there's been some kind of... Yeah, yeah. She's doing her firefighting and her other nonsense. And this wow, that's a good point. And this is Fetterman, you know, because of Israel. Maybe he agrees on Israel. He hasn't really said anything on too much. I mean, TikTok, it's an obvious, even a liberal. Even Do you think very she brainwashed liberal. him into thinking that progressive politics were the morally correct thing to be? And now he's realizing that the morals might yeah. not be as consistent as one would like to believe? No, he was he was always pretty progressive, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good theory. So we'll continue. Has he been always progressive or was that a reaction to counter the claims of him being racist? No, I think he was progressive before this. but Before uh, the pulling the gun yeah. on the jogger and all? But it's shocking. This guy runs out there with a shotgun and thinks he's going to, with a black jogger. Are you yeah. nuts and you're a politician? And somehow he's the progressive one? Yeah, or? exactly. Hey, can I give a good example of the side question for today? Yes. Uh, so today, side question, we're asking, what's a great character exit death, a write-off from a television show or a film? And right in the vein of a couple having trouble... Uh, Josh, with a fantastic answer, if you call it and you can claim it, Josh, he says uh, Roseanne Barr and Tom Arnold were together. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were both on the Roseanne show, and then they got into a messy split. And uh, Tom Arnold's character, who was dating Roseanne's sister, was written off the show by being abducted by aliens. And they had an entire episode (laughs) in which Tom Arnold's character is abducted by aliens and written off the show. Fantastic answer for a character exit. How did they ever write off, and what's the name of the show? I, I liked it, too. It's in the suburbs. The Kremp florist um, knew them very well. Uh, the show, it's a Jewish family. Goldbergs, the Goldbergs. Goldbergs. Yes. And, uh, yeah, very good, uh, particularly the two kids. How did actors. they write off Jeff Garland? They just, uh, they didn't say he died. He just was no longer there. He wasn't in the chair. Mm. I, I don't think, you know, the first time he had trouble, they sort of didn't say anything. The second time... They really didn't say anything. I never got a plot line there of what happened to the dad. You know what? I think they thought the series was going to be ending. Let's not go crazy here. Didn't they do like something with CGI at one point, too, because they he was so allegedly bad to work with, they couldn't bring him back in, so they had to wrap it up somehow? I think they... Well, he had sexual, you know, dalliances and... Uh, well, he was harassment. making comments. He gave unwanted hugs. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Yeah. But they didn't take him off the Larry David show, did they? I think he's still on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. How come? Uh, oh. How come Curb Your Enthusiasm, but not the Goldbergs? I would suggest that the cast and crew of Curb Your Enthusiasm might be quite different than a yeah, network exactly. television series like the Goldbergs. Exactly. You know? Exactly. All right. So eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. That exit of a character, film, TV show. It's a million really good ones. We got a couple stunning ones right out of the box. And uh, this guy is just a fascinating tale to me, coming to Philadelphia from Guinea. And you got to feel for someone going through that to get here to Philadelphia. But we have a reason that we have alleged goals on immigration. 
Because it's about America. It's not about the rest of the world. And at this point in time, we certainly don't need all this. It's ridiculous. For what reason? To, to undercut American workers more? All right, 855-839-1210. That's how you uh, get on board. Let's uh, talk FanDuel. So just real quick, I want to wrap up. Uh, Roe texted me. She said that on the Goldbergs, they did actually eventually say that he died. But for Uh, an entire season, they did use uh, CGI uh, stand-ins and use of outtakes to uh, keep him on the show throughout the rest of Season 9. And then they had him die between Seasons 9 and 10 and launch Season 10 with a Hey, I killed him. All right, Rogue texting. Couldn't come on and say that, though, right? Just couldn't <laughs> come, on, come on. Yes. Give us a Christmas gift. Yeah, Give just come on and say Merry Christmas. That's it. Hold Freddie up to the camera. That's all we need. All right, I can tell you we might have a uh, all-out throwdown with our entertainment guy, Scott Cronick, today, Dan, at 145, 147, right? Yeah, he texted me that he's a fan of the film Maestro on Maestro, uh, Maestro yeah, on yeah. Netflix. Uh, yeah, story of Leonard Bernstein. I'm a big fan of Bernstein, but uh, they call him Stein in it too. I'm gonna have to check that. Is it Bernstein? Uh, it's I always use Stein. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's there's reasons, but anyhow, um, I'm a big fan. I was excited. Cooper is a very good actor. He's not Denzel Washington, but he's a very good actor. And I'm watching it. It was just going nowhere, as far as I can tell. A boring biopic? uh, Somewhat. Maybe I didn't give it enough time. And the amount of smoking, I mean, I I can't stand to watch a chain smoker. I don't know about you. (laughs) No no comment. Well, wait a minute. Yeah, I know. But, I mean, you're vaping. It looks vaguely glamorous from afar, but you told me he died at the age of only 72. Yeah, heart failure due to lung failure. There you go. Yeah. How do you, I guess you get so addicted or it becomes such a, a part of your uh, work life. There's an oral fixation to it if you want to get yeah. real Sigmund Freud into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it Sticking was something in your mouth. literally, I can't, other than uh, this woman, I think became his wife when he's talking with her, you know, and doing a couple of little things. He wasn't smoking. But other than a couple of those scenes, literally... Every time he's making music, he's even conducting. I think they have him at the podium. He's got a cigarette. <laughs> hey, Dan, which brings it. You know what? It's, it's a holiday thing. Let me just tell you this. I once asked, and I'm going to throw it into the mix again. Back in the day. So you don't have no memory of this. Where's the most inappropriate place today? It would be inappropriate today. You had people smoking. So my doctor, family doctor, back when I was a kid with the family. Yeah. Dr. Louis Decina, all-time, what a character. He had, like, pregnant women in the morning as part of his practice. Then in the afternoon, he had stevedores and rough guys. He wrote lyrics for people like Abby Lane, who was a Hollywood star. I don't know how. But he was a chain smoker. So you're being examined by a doctor. He might go through and crush out two or three cigarettes in the 20 minutes you're there. Well, that's and a fam- nobody, nobody fam- thought anything of it. F- family doctor, we're talking. Yes, yeah. Could, could you imagine a specialist such as like a gynecologist and how the woman must have felt? Uh, well, that's right. And there was a scene in Mad Men where they had the gynecologist. The woman's in the stirrups, and he's got the cigarette. <laughs> I mean, Red Arback had the victory cigar on the bench. There were plenty of coaches that's walking up and down smoking on the bench. It's, I, it's hard to believe that we, you know, I, I don't know how for so long they had smoking in restaurants. Like yeah. it, just, it ruins the flavor of food. Like I go in a casino now, and they have the smoking yeah. sections. I get an instant headache when I when I well, smell it. Well, it's on my mind. 
I had to go um, our bank, which I will attack on another day. I've already have attacked them, Dan. They've gotten rid of the triangle of ATMs in Chestnut Hill, Mount Airy, Germantown that Roe and I relied on. Like five of them are gone now. Oh, well, are they gone? Yes, the are bank you... is gone. The ATM, it shut down. Yes. Well, what's the causation for this? Well, okay, uh, now that you press me on that, uh, one was blown up, yep. or two there might have is. been blown up it's in, in Krasnoland. Yeah, but one's on Germantown Avenue in the middle of the Chestnut Hill Shopping Center, arguably one of the wealthiest, chicest. They but close I, the I bank feel like I vividly remember reports from Keeley, like second ATM blown up off of a, you know, yeah. that exact road. Maybe we're yeah. talking those exact ones that are... Well, those I understand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, these are other ones they've just willy-nilly have taken down. Yeah. All right, so... Um, I'm going Thanks, to the. Bank. I had to get uh, cash this morning, and I'm, you know, I'm going to my uh, online, and I'm looking. It says there's a Wells Fargo at 2401 Pennsylvania Avenue. I could be at the White House easier and find. I didn't find that one, so I end up over just blocks from us, at 20th and Market. It's outside. There's nobody around me smoking. It's windy. It's cold. It's a brisk day. It's not hot. And I feel like I'm soaking yeah. in cigarette smoke. It's just, how could that like be? Like swim through it to get there? What was yes. it, like a line of smokers that were no, nearby? No, no, it's just. I've had that too, like just walking through Philly. I get like a vagrant smell of yeah, marijuana yeah, smoke, exactly. which doesn't bother me like it does other people. But no, I, this was cigarettes. It was cigarettes? I'm still feeling it now. So, uh, Do you get headaches? No, no, no. So I support your right to smoke. and You know, I'm, it's not about that. It's just that. Uh, there's a limited number of people smoking. How could there be that much smoke there? So where, where's an inappropriate place that you saw people, you remember people smoking? The daycare. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Well, yeah. You think about the daycare. I mean, right. caretakers uh, smoking with kids around I'm them. I'm trying it's... to remember when I started at WWDB, were people smoking on the air? There might have been. I remember there were ashtrays and all. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. Imagine uh, in the middle of that. <laughs> it smells so bad. You light up a cigarette in the building. Oh, yeah, because I remember when Lower Marion put the law in, and it was at WWDB, that you couldn't smoke in buildings. There was like fury over it. Yeah, so they must have been smoking. Is there anyone that, that you can remember a DB that was a closet smoker that you want to, mm. you know, expose? No. These years later, no. I, I, no. I have reverence. These are the giants. Like of, Dr. Jim wasn't, you know, pumping no, on a cigarette in the corner? No, I mean. Yeah, and I broke in in the golden. You're not going to see a Dominic Quinn and Irv Homer, particularly in the meetings, if they start arguing. Homer seems like a guy that was uh, imbibing cigar a smoker. A cigar? Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But, I mean, inside the meetings, if they'd start arguing, oh, my God. <laughs> it was coming, you know. From Professional the, arguers going at it. No, the, these are the types of feuds that went on for 30 or 40 years. Just the altar. Bernie Herman, Bernie McCain, um, Susan Bray. Were there, like, death feuds, like, lifetime? Uh, they wouldn't be in the same room with each other. Wow. Stuff. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I hear in, uh, used to be, no longer, it's different now, but back in the day, oldies, you know, there were feuds that would last. I mean, there are some in Philadelphia we won't get into. But, yeah, exactly. Like, where there were the oldies hosts that were. Yeah. Yeah. Death threats and all. Yeah. yeah. Or actual. Yeah. I didn't see that quite in talk radio. So this form of talk radio to me is kind of, eh, you know, versus. Yeah. Versus seeing something like that. I thought that's, it was like pro wrestling. That was a golden age. 
All right. Uh, speaking of the golden age, let's go to uh, Joe in Exton. Hey, Joe, Merry Christmas. What do you have today? Uh, yes. Hello, Dom. Merry Christmas to you and Dan and Jim. Merry Christmas, sir. Uh, yes. Uh, my film is Easy Rider. Uh, at the end, uh, Peter Fonda is riding uh, with his uh, sidekick down a dirt road. And these hicks in a truck come by, <laughs> and they don't like them. So uh, they're riding past uh, Fonda's sidekick, and the guy on the passenger side yeah. shouts out. And, and uh, Fonda's sidekick flips on the bird. And the guy in the truck picks, uh, picks up his shotgun and shoots the sidekick. Then Fonda comes back to check on his friend, and the Hicks, they come back and uh, shoot Fonda, too. That's an uh, unbelievable Perfect scene. Now, now, who was the guy, the breakout actor, one of the top ten actors of all time? Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, I don't recall. Ah, the drunk? George Hansen, right? No, no. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, George, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah, that was Nicholson. There was, there was a scene with Nicholson. Um, they stop and um, they're singing or something, and yeah. the Nicholson is drunk. Very good, Joe. Merry Christmas, Dan. I asked that he use Hicks more right. often. Oh, did you? Yes. Please. But, Dan, out of all films, he chooses Easy Rider, Joe. I think there's a double life there with this guy. That's just. Puts down his pipe and hops on the motorcycle. Yeah, I can't get enough of it. He's got to come to an event. <laughs> Somehow or another, we got to find where he is in Shanghai. I'm over to an event. People, oh, man. It's like Herb on the afternoon show in WIP. Yeah. It's on an elevated Herb level. Oh, way yeah. elevated. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's a similar offbeat I'm fascinated to... by it. I, 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 oh, I, I yeah, say, it just, yeah. I'm deadly fascinated by this guy. Exactly. So very nice. This Tom's Money Melody earlier today. Who is we that? could do it. Yeah. No, it's John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John singing uh, Maybe It's Cold Outside to One Another. But it seems Travolta is the one that doesn't want to go outside. It does seem kind of opposite, right? Yeah, it seems kind of opposite. What the hell's going on here? Well, don't sing, John. Don't sing. No, her voice is pretty good. It is. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. John yeah, Travolta, not yeah, so much. Yeah, no. Yeah. To put it my boy. <laughs> Talk about a guy who's gone downhill. My goodness. Hard to believe. Yeah, what's with the, what's going on with his look? Can't oh, figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it's not like, good. He looks like a, a action figurine at this point. Yeah, well, it's the hair. Is that what it is? It's great hair to that. I know that's tough. It's very yeah, yeah, very what, plastic good surgery. Hair. You think? Maybe yeah. very very good hair. All right, Joe Biden for Christmas gives marijuana users a break. I'll tell you what that's about, Ooh. and. Um, couple of other things we have. Keep the calls coming, though. Dom and Dan with you. Merry Christmas at 855-839-1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.